Discover personally how the word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Lord, I give that clap offering. God is good all the time. Wow, we thank God. Amen. The chains are broken. Amen. And they are falling. Amen. Wow. Once again, I welcome all of you into today's service. Amen. You are blessed to be here. And today, too, you will not go back the same as you have come. Amen. You will not remain the same as you've come. Amen. God will have mercy on you. And God will touch you. Amen. Give the Lord another clap of it. Wow. He's here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Is my mic clear enough? Can we hear me clear? Okay, we thank God. Amen. Okay, now you have to be quiet. Shh, no talking. Praise the Lord Jesus. Today I'm going to teach um, about vow. Amen. Um, the Lord has led me to tell you about vow. Amen. Now there are spiritual things. Amen. When I say spiritual things, there are things that are peculiar to God, amen, in this Christian work, amen, that you might never need to do it, but when it comes to God, you have to do it, amen. And last week, we looked at prayer. Last two weeks, we did look at um, fasting, isn't it? Yeah. Today, we are going to look at vow, amen, vow. So, with God in the Lord, there is something called what? A vow. Amen. Amen. A vow. Amen. Uh, note, everything of God is not a formula. No. It's just a way. Amen. No. Formless fixed. Yes. Ways are not what? Fixed. fixed. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Yes. So there is, the Bible says, there is an ordained what? Right. Way. Amen. Not an ordained what? Formula. Lord Jesus. Amen. So because there is a way, a lot of things what? Matters. If you are going to drive from here to Brixton and go through maybe from Credit Landing Road, let's say Landing Road is the only way. Amen. Or not, okay, Landing Road is not the only way. I think there are two main ways from Croydon to what? Brixton, isn't it? Yeah. If you're going to go, either go on either one of the what? Way. And each way that you choose to go on, there are 10 things on the what? Ways in it. At least you will see what? Five things. 
please do you understand at least you see five or four distance so even though you might not see the other five it doesn't mean it wasn't on what that way you choose amen but at least out of those ten things you choose what five amen so those five things will signal to you will let you know whether you are on the way to your destination amen please do you understand so for example if you want to go to brixton from credit through the landing road at least you must see mcdonald's the big tesco you see if you after driving 15 minutes and you don't see McDonald's and the big Tesco, at least one of it, you have to be alarmed. Because it might be that you are not what? You, you, you understand? Yeah. So it's the same with God. Amen. So he's not a formula. He has a way. Jesus said, follow me. So he will, as you follow him, he chooses the path, the way that what? He will put you what? On. And as long as you follow that way, that path, it will lead you towards your destination the lord shepherd he leaded me to greener what pasture amen so all these things i'm teaching is not a formula like today i'm coming to teach about a vow it is not a formula but it is one of the ways of what god and as a christian you will need to know about what a vow so that if in your case or that situation it will take a vow for you to see the hand of God. The Holy Spirit can prompt you. Or not even the Holy Spirit. You yourself by wisdom will decide to also use what? Vow. Amen. So if you don't know about vow, then he cannot even prompt you. Or you cannot even choose to use vow. Amen. So normally, men, as a pastor, many people, many come to me and they say, because all they ask for is prayer prayer and some are such that it's like pray for me once you pray that's it it will work but it is not like that it's far from that i'm a pastor i won't lie to you it's far from that prayer is one of the ways there's more to it than prayers there's more to it than prayers amen there are cases that i don't even need to pray before humility in the name of jesus you just i just need to instruct you and if only obey the instruction in the name of jesus because see god's hands are not short he's not limited and as for the prayers there by god's grace i pray so it's not a problem please do you understand but there's more to it amen and one of the things that even there are situation that we give direction direction is a spiritual activity i don't know how to go into it for example uh, when moses was praying to god about the red sea god was not happy with him he said why are you calling what my name in other words why are you praying to me he said what is in your hand have i not already spoken to you he said stretch off your hand to the red sea and it will be divided so he what just stretch forth the road towards the red sea and it was what divided so that is what we call direction god just gave him a direction what to do for that thing to happen please you understand uh, this is the simplest so i'm saying all this to say that vow is one of the things of god that you need to know amen you need to what know amen what is a vow what is a vow 
for we Christians, not even humans, we vow to each other. But I'm talking, this vow is purely in the context of what? God. Amen. In the context of God. Amen. What is a vow? So simply, a vow is just one committing, committing to God. Or how should I put it? Okay. It's just a, a promise, a promise that you human being, you make what? To God. That you are going to commit an act or a service or what? A condition. So when we talk about vow, it is you human being or you humanity promising God divinity that you will you will perform this act or you fulfill this what condition or you will perform this what service so it is in the spiritual realm it is a legal agreement between you and god what almighty that is separate from a covenant it is different from prayer it is different from fasting it is different from off, it's different from what? Tight. Now, you cannot make a covenant with God. God is the one who can make what? A covenant with you. But you can vow to what? God. Please do get different. So if God don't make a covenant with you, you cannot what? Make a covenant with you. But you can what? Vow to what? God. Amen. Because sometimes there are situations, there are circumstances that it will take a vow for the hand of God to get to you. Because you see, all those things not in vain. If one vow, it shows how one is serious about that thing. You, you understand? Many of the time we speak to people, we say, I don't want to promise. Is it? I don't want because you know you might not. But when it's I promise, you mean it. You mean it, isn't it? Many of the time you say, oh, I don't want to promise. I'm, I'm very good at that. My kids, I tell them I don't want to promise. Because they are quick to say promise. And I used to say, okay. And later they say, but you promise. So it's like they make me feel like I'm a liar. I, so now I don't promise. So you can't tell me by your promise. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So simply, a vow is what? A promise. Amen. A solemn what? Promise. Amen. To God that you are going to what? Commit yourself out to an act. Amen. A condition or what? A service. And the, the word there is S-O-L-E. Is it M-N? Amen. Uh, Amen. Solemn. Meet me. An earnest. No, it's not a joke. Thing. If you joke with it, like you just say it will amount to what? Nothing. It has to be what? An earnest, a serious what? Commitment. Promise to what? God. Amen. So that is what? What a vow is. Amen. Now, I just want to show you in the Bible some of the great men of God who made a vow. And through their vow, God intervened. Amen. And to also see that they fulfill what? Their vow. Then after, I will show you the laws regarding what? Vows. As I said this morning, my understanding from the Lord is, it is my duty to let you know that there is something called what? A vow. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Jesus is teaching them all that what commanded you. Amen. So Genesis chapter 28. 
verse 20 to 22. Genesis chapter 8. Sorry, forgive me. Before we read Genesis chapter 8, let's read Psalm 76 verse 11. Psalm 76 verse 11. I just want to show you something there. Psalm 76 verse 11. Forgive me. Psalm 76 verse 11. Amen. Psalm 76 verse 7. Amen. Psalm 76 yes. verse 11. 11. Yeah. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Let all the neighboring lands bring gifts to the one to be feared. Amen. So you see that Psalm 76 verse 11 says, we should make vow what? To God and what? Fulfill it. So this is just to show you that we are to what? Make, make what? Vows. Vow to what? God. God. Amen. Now we can read the Deuteronomy 23, 21 to 23. Sorry. Uh, Genesis 28, 20 to 22. Amen. Genesis 28, 20 to 22. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis 28. 20. So note, this vow is not like you just say it. It has to be something serious. And you must what? Mean it whenever what? You vow. We don't vow much. Amen. It's not the norm. It's not like prayer. It's not like fasting. But when the need arises, it will take it. Then you must know. Amen. Genesis 28, 20 to 22. Mm -hmm. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey, I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household. Then the Lord will be my God. And this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Amen. So Jacob, this was when he went to take his brother's blessing. And the Bible says his brother wanted to what? Kill him. And the mother found out and he asked him to run. And the only place he could go was his hometown that he's never what, been there before. And he wanted to come back, so he vowed to God that if God would take him and watch over him and bring him back, he vowed two things. He said, then God will be what? His God, meaning he will worship God. Yes. He will not worship any other God. Mm -hmm. And he also said, anything that he will have, he will give God ten. ten. Mm -hmm. So this was a vow. He was in serious trouble because Esau would have killed him. There's a probability that as he go, he can die on the way, or he would never even what? Return. Um, Do we know, Ronel? Come and sit here and be happy. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Don't mind after church, I'll buy you cookie dough, okay? I'll give you two pounds, I won't give them. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, so he, he was in serious trouble. If you've, if you've been a foreigner before, you understand that almost every foreigner tastes for their homeland. It is 90% of the time, situation and circumstances, why they cannot what, stay there. There's something just from where you, you, you grew up, where you were brought up, amen. So this was how he vowed what? To God, that God will be his God. He won't serve, because remember, they used to serve all sorts of idols. But I said, I will serve only what? You. 
and say, anything I get, I'll give you what? 10%. 10 Amen. Mm -hmm. So in other words, Jacob promised Amen. To God to keep to the act that He will give him what? 10% of whatever he gets and also do what? Serve and worship only what? Him. Amen. And when you continue to read, Jacob went through a lot of things. Even just to have a wife. Just mm. to have a wife. Seven years working. Mm. Just to have a wife. Nothing. No fridge. Nothing. Amen. And even now he did not get the wife he wanted. So to get the wife he wanted, 14 years mm. of service, so no wages. So when Jacob married two people, he had nothing because in the Bible, when Laban came, said, what do you have? So I've worked with you, I've been faithful to you, and I have nothing. You keep cheating, you keep changing my wages. <laughs> Amen. But when you study Jacob's story, God bless him. It is God that showed him how he can get ships. Yes, yeah, God. I, I, an angel appeared to him and he showed him that when you do this and this, the ship that will come will be this. Amen. So God can help you if you're a businessman with your business plan. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So look at 31, Genesis 31, 7 to 30. Genesis 28, we saw that Jacob made a vow. Now I'm just showing you vows in the Bible. Amen. Amen. And all he wanted is that God will keep him and return what him back safely. Yes. Amen. Amen. And he wanted because he knew it. In fact, when he was coming, when his brother Esau, who wanted to kill him, was coming to meet him, he was afraid. So he has to divide drive away his children too because Esau has become very what? Powerful. Mm. Yeah. Amen. So and Esau could have killed him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So look at Genesis 31, 7 to 30. You see that Jacob prospered because of his vow. 31, 7 to 13. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yet your father has cheated me by changing my wages 10 times. Mm -hmm. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. Mm -hmm. If he said the speckled ones would be your wages, then all the flocks gave birth to speckled young. And if he said the street ones would be your wages, then all the flocks bore street young. So God has taken away your father's livestock and has given them to me. In breeding season, I once had a dream in which I looked up and saw that the male goats mating with the flock were streaked, speckled or spotted. The angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, I answered, here I am and he said look up and see that all the male goats mating with the flock are streaked speckled or spotted for I have seen that seen all that Laban has been doing to you I am the God of Bethel where you anointed a pillar and where you made a vow to me now leave Hold on. Not, I am the God of Bethel where you made what to me. Yes. Uh -huh. Now leave this land at mm -hmm. once and go back to your native land. Amen. So this is Jacob. After he went, he faced a lot of challenges. This is just some of his challenges. They change his wages all the time. His wages was the sheep. He was looking after sheep. So the man would say, the man know that it is difficult to get an all black sheep. So he said, whenever the sheep is 100% black, it's for you. <laughs> then the Bible says God will cause all the ships to begin to be what? Black. They say no more for you, white. So the Bible said he began to what? Prosper. And God took all the riches. 
and gave it to him. But where's from it? It's based on the vow he made. Because when God came, he said, I am the God that you made the vow to where you anointed the stool at Bethel. Now what? Return. Now I've prospered you. Now I'm taking you back. You understand? So Jacob going and return and success was based on the vow that what? Make he made. This scripture also means that God keeps an eye on a vow when you make a vow to God. Vow is not a joke thing. It's not, it's a serious thing. It's something you are dying whilst prayer didn't work, fasting didn't work, and when you are provoked, you make that word. Wow. Vow. It's just saying, I will give you everything for that thing. That's what's, how serious a vow should be. But the only reason why we read this, you could trace Jacob's success back with the vow he made to what? God. You understand? I am the God that I what you vow to. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you continue to read, Jacob what? Prosper. He became what? Israel. Okay, we have seen Jacob made a vow and we have seen God what? Reference the vow to Jacob's what? Prosperity. And we've seen Jacob himself saying what the angel told him and how God by the angel have what? Prospered what? Him. him. Based on what? The vow. Praise the Lord Jesus. I want to show you another vow. This is about a woman called Hannah. In First Samuel chapter 1, Bible said for years she's been looking for a child. She was barren. And the husband had different wives. Amen. And all the wives of her husband have what? Children, but she had no child. And all she wanted was what? A child. And Bible says year after year, they come and pray to God for a child. But nothing happened. But one day, she vowed. And you see that when she vowed, based on the vow, God gave her not just a child, but God gave her many what? Children. But you see that her vow wasn't a small vow. Just like Jacob's vow, it wasn't what? A small what? Vow. Amen. Now, let's look at the first Samuel chapter 1 verse what? 11. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 11. Mm. And she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life and no razor will ever be used on his head. Wow, what a vow. So she was praying. Before this, the Bible said they come year what? After year. So this time, Bible said as she was praying, she made a vow. This was in the temple to God that I'm barren but if you give me a son I'll return the son to you I mean, my son will not do any secular work he will serve you what? as a priest do you understand? Say no razor will touch what the son okay. and in those days when you are a Le- there's a form of Levite that they don't cut they are fully dedicated to, what? To, God. to God so he vowed to God that God I want to give birth I am by but if you give me a son I what return the son to you yeah. dwell in what so that is what he vowed to God. And read the 26 to 28. Let's read the 26 to 28. As I've said, I'm just showing you vows, some of the vows in the Bible. Amen. 
1 Samuel 1, 26 to 28? Yes. Mm -hmm. And he said to him, mm -hmm. Pardon me, my Lord, as surely as you live, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I prayed for this child, and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to the Lord. For this, for his whole life, he will be given over to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord there. Amen. So this is the 26 to 28. God, based on the vow, God now gave him what? A son, and he she what fulfilled what the, the vow. vow. So the 26 28, he brought the son that God gave him based on the vow back to the priest. So that's why I say, I vowed, and God has what fulfilled it. So I'm also fulfilling what the vow. my vow. Mm -hmm. And he gave the child to what it sounds like that he didn't get anything. Because those days the temple was in Jerusalem. So if the temple was in, uh, and that child was Prophet Samuel. If the temple was in, let's say, London, maybe he lives at Dartford. Ah. So she finished, the child grew up, and now she came to hand the child uh, to the pastor, and she was gone. But you think, what's, what's the point? <laughs> you see, but watch, watch the power of a vow. The same first Samuel chapter 2, 20, 21. You see that because she fulfilled what? Her vow. God said the barren woman who couldn't give birth, she, God gave him five more wow. children. <laughs> first Samuel chapter 2, 20 to 21. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. First Samuel chapter, chapter 2, 20 to 21. Mm -hmm. Eli mm -hmm. would bless Elkanah and his wife, saying, May the Lord give you children by this woman to take the place of the one she prayed for and gave to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Then they would go home, and the Lord was gracious to Hannah. She gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. Amen. So when he brought the child, the Bible says Eli was the pastor praying that may God give you a child in replace of the one you've given the vow. And Bible says God had it and gave him five more. Amen. Amen. So you could see that when you vow to God, you don't what? Lose. lose. Mm -hmm. It may appear that you lose. That's why vow is not the norm. It, it, it is when something is eating you up. When you truly want that and there's nothing you can do. And you're, you are provoked by your spirit or by wisdom or led by the Holy Spirit. And you mean it sincerely. It works. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I know people who have vow that may God give them husbands. And when they marry, they will serve God well. And when God gave them husband, because of that, they cannot come to square church. <laughs> they are joking with God. I know people who vow, you see, you will not understand, desperate for a job, that if God give them this specific job, it will allow them to serve him well. And they get the job, and now they say, because of the job, they are not able to serve God. <laughs> so I'm just saying this to say, when the woman fulfilled her vow, it wasn't a small thing. Yeah, it wasn't a small thing. Amen. 
I'll tell you a story. There was one of our sisters in this church. One time she called me uh, about a situation about her son. And she, she was like, Pastor, we've done this, we've done this too. I, I do not see the change. I want to see what? In what? My son, is there any other thing? I remember when she called me, I was mana bookshop, I was buying communion. Then just dropped to me, I've never told this sister about what? A vow. So I asked her, do you know about a vow? She said no. So on the phone, I told her about a vow. I said, it's up to you, you can what? Try it. Of course, I gave her just a summary. You, you can try it, amen. And lo and behold, the sister did try what? The vow. I don't know what she told God, because vow is between you and what? God. The pastor will not know. So I don't know what she told God. But how did I know she did vow? She brought an envelope with money. And so I've made a vow with what? God. So this is the vow. So as normal, my standard practice is all the money, whether and wherever money it goes into the offering bowl, especially things like vow, I'll pray on it specially that may God act on what? The vow. Amen. Amen. So when she gave me the money, it was Tuesday church service in, in the same place. I put the money in the offering what? Uh, is it box? Should I say box or bag? Amen. So I put the money in the offering bag. So during the service, the Lord said to me, take the money. Take the money now. Take the money and lift it up before me. That's what the Lord. So I asked the lady who counted the money to give me that envelope for me. So she, he took the envelope and I, I just put it, the money on top of the woman. And then the power of God hit her, and she fell under the power. And God opened her eyes, and she saw herself speaking to the son. And she heard the son speaking back to him. And she understood why the son is not getting, why she's not getting breakthrough with the son. Because the son has had been what? A heart. But guess what? This was an, a healthy son. 20 something years, isn't it? Is it 20 something years? Healthy son. In no, in few days or maybe weeks, the son fell sick. His, is it liver? Gone. Everything gone. That the doctor said, what happens to people like? It's for older, older people. Yeah. But guess what? The child was healed, fully healed, fully fit. Not, not, not like, not like cured. I mean, healed, liver, all those things restored. I myself, I went to the emergency unit. On the emergency unit, he was dead. Machines was what was causing him to breathe and everything. But I didn't tell this to the sister. But the Lord said, "Vow." She was praying for A, not knowing even B was coming. But God stood what? On the vow. So vow is powerful. It works. Amen. It's not a gimmick. It's not, it's not fasting. It's not prayer. But it's something you are dying for. Sometimes, you see, when you know, if you know, for example, 
if you know, for example, okay, if I, if, what, what example should I leave? Okay, if I, okay, if I do this and I'll get this. You know, there are things you know for sure that if you know for sure that if you should do this, this will come, you will do it. Isn't it? Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So I'm just saying this to say that vow works. Amen. As we've seen it with Jacob, we've seen it with what? Hannah. But I want to show you another one in Judges chapter 11, verse 1 to 2. So it's about a man called Japta. Amen. Judges chapter 11, verse 1 to 2. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Judges chapter 11, verse 1 to 2. Yeah. Jephthah. And guess what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how things work. But sometimes, see the works of God. Not vision, but I see because God makes me understand chain reaction. And when the child came back, the cause, I believe, I didn't hear God saying, but I believe the cause of a lifestyle, why that lead to that? God made a way that the child couldn't live that life again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, when someone dies, it's different. You feel empty. Yeah. Amen. Please read it for me. Judges 11, mm -hmm. verse 1 to 2. Yeah. Japhtah mm -hmm. the Gileadite was a mighty warrior. Mm -hmm. His father was Gilead. His mother was a prostitute. Gilead's wife also bore him sons. And when they were grown up, they drove Japhtah away. You are not going to get any inheritance in our family, they said, because you are the son of another woman. <laughs> Is this the fault of the of the man Japta. No. Because his mother was a prostitute. But even though the mother was a prostitute, he was still what? The son, isn't it? Yes. Of the man. But I said the other children drove him what? Away. That you will not get what? Any what? Inheritance. In other words, you will be poor. We won't give you what is due to you. But let's read the same Judges chapter 11, verse 29 to 31. Note, the reason why we are reading this is to show you another vow that took place. Amen. Judges 11, 21 to 29. 29 to 31. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the spirit of the Lord came on Japhtah. Mm -hmm. He crossed Gilead and Manasseh, mm -hmm. passed through Mizpah mm -hmm. of Gilead, and from there he advanced against the Ammonites. Mm -hmm. And Japhtah made a vow to the Lord. If you give the Ammonites into my hands, whatever comes out of the door of my house to meet me when I return in triumph from the Ammonites will be the Lord's, and I will sacrifice it as a burnt offering. Amen. Amen. So the one to two, they drove him what? Away. Mm. And a time came that Philistine was against what? Israel. So it ended that Japhtah was the commander or the one who was to leave what? Israel. So the scripture read said the Holy Spirit came on what? Japta. And he went and he said, he made what? A vow to God that if you give me victory over this what? Amalekites, my enemies. He said, when I return, whatever come out of my house first, I'll give it to you. So if my wife come first, I'll give it to you. My child, I'll, he said, whatever. That's how serious the vow is. Yeah whatever so if my car comes first i'll give it to you 
It wasn't a small word. Vow. But this was the vow. You see, when you want something and you meet with your heart, for the ordinary person, the one who doesn't have your needs, it will sound what? Crazy to the person. But it is what is eating you up. Yeah. What is eating up determines what you are willing to do. Yeah. So actions always speak. Like when you see people sitting in boats, trying to cross the sea to Europe and they know they will die because many they know many anyone who crossed by sea knows people have died when I went to Libya I went I've been to Libya before three days holiday and when I went there the foreigners they were showing me it is common there that they have videos of people who tried to cross from Libya to Europe and they didn't succeed. Many people is come on there. So they know that this as you are going, you will die or you will not what? 50-50. But yes, still they go. Do you know why? What is changing them? Their situation to them is as worse as death. So either I make it or I die. Yeah, you will not understand. You say why? Yeah, what the the same issue. So I make it or I die. It's better than now. So when something's eating you up, when something's troubling you, and you mean it, there's something called vow. It's not a formula. It's not a game. It's called this vow is to God. God knows every word. Heart. My job today is to let you be aware of a vow. Amen. So the Bible says when the Holy Spirit came on him, he made what? A vow. And he said, anything, his vow was, God, give me victory. Anything that will come out of my house first, I will give it to you. Now let's read the same Judges chapter 11, 34 to 36. Amen. So when people really need something, you want something, your action shows it. Yeah. Yeah. Many people, what they say they want, their action shows they don't want it. Mm. Many people, what they say they are dying for, their actions yes. show they are not dying yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please read it for me. Judges 11, mm -hmm. 34 to 36. Mm -hmm. When Japheth returned to his home in Mizpah, mm -hmm. who should come out to meet him but his daughter, <laughs> dancing to the sound of timbrels? She was an only child. Except for her, he had neither son nor daughter. When he saw her, he tore his clothes and cried, Oh no, my daughter, you have brought me down and I am devastated. I have made a vow to the Lord that I cannot break. My father, she replied, you have given your word to the Lord. Do to me just as you promised, now that the Lord has avenged you of your enemies and the Ammonites. Now that the Lord has what avenged you of what your enemies and Amaka, meaning when he made a vow to God regarding his enemies and Amaka, Bible meaning he was he won God what gave him what victory. God stood on the vow and what honored what the vow. The vow. Mm. So, the, but the Bible says when he returned back, I like how the scripture put it. In other words, say, guess what? The first person that came out mm. was daughter. her daughter, and her only daughter, daughter. Mm. only child. Yeah. And, and instead of celebrating, Bible says he was broken. My daughter, you fought, worried me <laughs> because the vow I made, you've become the vow. 
And his daughter said, don't worry. As you gave your word to God, fulfill it. Do as you vow. The daughter didn't even know. It could be sacrifice or not. The daughter didn't know. I said, do as what you did. What is this teaching? Whenever you vow, you've given God your word. Mm. So when you break your vow, you've broken your word that you gave to what? God. Amen. I met uh, Jesus Dancer campaign. The van. I was going to two stations. When we bought the van, two stations, then the back of the van hit. It hit a fence, wooden fence. I mean, hit the fence slightly. Then a man came. He was dressed. And he said to me, I'm going to insurance. I said, you don't need to insurance. There's nothing there. He showed me some marks. He said this. I said, okay, if this marks can be. I said, yeah, but you know, I have to buy blah, blah, and get someone to do it. So I said, okay, how much do you want me to give you? As I was talking to him, pack, pack, started taking pictures of the van. So I said, blah, blah. he mentioned 100 pounds. said, no, blah, blah, blah. We concluded on 30 pounds. So when I gave him the 30 pounds, and I said, please delete the pictures. He said, don't worry. I'm a Muslim. I've given you my word. <laughs> I won't call insurance. <laughs> I've given you my word, our own insurance. He was trying to say that, as for we Muslims, when we give you our word, I'm not saying it is true or what, not. When I was very young, I used to read Mario, Mario Puzo's book. He writes, the guy, man who wrote Godfather. I used to like uh, mafia movies, amen. And many a time you hear them all say, all they say is my word, yeah. that's all. Yeah. His word is enough. Mm. Yeah. He, your word should be enough, and when you break your word, that's all. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, when you vow, you give God what His word. So now, who came out? Her only what? Child. Did he fulfill it or not? Let's look at the 39. 39. After the two months, mm -hmm. She returned to her father, mm -hmm. and he did to her as he had vowed, and she was given, and she was a virgin. From this comes the Israelite tradition. Amen. So Amen. the father fulfilled what? The vow. the vow. By giving her only what? Daughter. Daughter to God, as he has what? Vow. <laughs> so vow might cost you. Yeah. It, it might cost you. But listen, he could have lost the battle and they would not only kill her daughter, they would kill their wife and himself or he would be slain. Or the daughter would become a prostitute in the shrine of their gods. Yeah. Because when, in those days when you lose the war, you are worse than an animal. Praise the Lord Jesus. So we saw that Japheth had victory. When he was wrong, he didn't think. Because you can't think then. It is what is eating you up. You speak by the reality. And that is what will also provoke what? Heaven. Amen. He, maybe he didn't expect that the daughter would meet him. But the Bible said the Holy Spirit came on him. And he vowed. Amen. I want to show you something, Acts chapter 18, verse 18, then we look at the laws regarding vow. So, so far I've shown you three people, amen, 
including Act 18, just to show you people have what? Vow. It's just to show you vow in what? The Bible. Amen. Which is simply you what? Promising to God. Amen. To commit yourself to an act, service, or what? Condition. Amen. You giving God what? Your word. Amen. You giving God your word. Amen. The place is cold, isn't it? Mm. Maybe we have to look downstairs if the heater is off because it was on. The central heating. None of you know how to. Amen. If not, we have some heaters in our lockers. You can bring it. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. If the red light are on, off, it means it's off. Turn all on. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Okay, Act 18, verse 18. Hallelujah. Amen. Who stayed mm -hmm. on in Corinth for some time? Mm -hmm. Then he left the brothers and sisters of self for Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. Mm -hmm. Before he sailed, he had his hair cut off at Sensecre because of a vow he had taken. Amen. So, this is just to show us that in the New Testament, was a poor midwot. A vow. A vow. Amen. His vow that he made, he had to shave his head, a lot of things. Amen. Praise the Lord. But this is just to show you that he made a vow. This is what? In the what? New Testament. Amen. So far, all that we've done here is to let you be aware that there's something also called what? A vow. That can provoke heaven on your side. That can move the hand of God on your side. So when you hit the wall and you've done all you could in the sense of obeying God, maybe you need a vow. But it's not to twist the hand of God. It must be something you meet. Amen. Because there could be consequences. Oh, yes. I'll give you one story. But let's read Deuteronomy 23, verse 21. Now I want you to look at some laws regarding vows. Amen. Deuteronomy 23, 21 to 23. Hallelujah. Why would a person make a vow to God, uh, to God, and not fulfill the vow? Mm. You see, it is because of three things. The first thing is, humans easily forget. Mm -hmm. When they are in need, the people who come through for them, when they are out of that need, they forget. So in the, with God, he always wants us to remember. So many don't remember. Many don't remember. So now that which was valued, or it was a true value to the person, because the person has, I means nothing. You were praying, you were praying everything, everything for a wife or a husband. Now when you got the wife or a husband, after two years, it means nothing to you. Mm. You've forgotten how you were praying, how yes. your everything was to get a wife. You've forgotten. So it's good to rem remember. I always remember. I intentionally decide to remember. So that is one of the reasons. Second reason, amen. Uh, second reason, many are deceived after the solution to think that, oh, it wasn't God. It would have what? Happened. Anyway, many are deceived. Mm. Yeah. The, the gentleman was talking about him. After everything, when the father was telling him how God has saved him, how even the hospital, I came to pray for him and went without him even being aware, because he was dead. He said, no, he said, I'm a fighter. 
it out myself. Yeah. But for, for years, he's had a certain sickness. That, that sickness is still there. If you're a fighter, why haven't you what? Fight it out. Amen. So you see, humans can easily be what? Deceived. Yeah. Our mind is always what? Like, like for example, I can easily be deceived that, uh, or even if my father in the Lord did not uh, ordain me, God will still ordain me. No. Many people did not fulfill their ministry because the one who was supposed to ordain them did yeah, you can be derailed because God works with what? Men. So the second thing is, we get deceived we easily. You, you tell it would have happened or it didn't matter. Praise the Lord, Jesus. And the third thing is, many of us too, we are not faithful. We give our word and we go back to our word. We are just unfaithful people. Amen. And we take the unfaithfulness towards what? God as well. Amen. Deuteronomy 23, 21 to 23. Laws regarding vows. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. If you make a vow to the Lord your God, mm -hmm. do not be slow to pay mm -hmm. it. For so the Lord... said, if you make a vow to God, you must not be slow to pay it. You, you must pay it. Eh? For the Lord your God will certainly demand it of you, and you will be guilty of so sin. He said, if you make a vow, God will definitely demand that vow from you. So he said, do not delay. Certainly, meaning no matter what, he will demand what? That vow. Mm. So he said, do not what? Delay in what? Pain. Other than that, by that too, if you vow and you do not fulfill it, sin what? Against what? God. God. Have you finished reading it? No. But if you refrain from making a vow, mm -hmm. you will not be guilty. So note, it said, if you refrain from making a vow, you will not be guilty. Meaning you are allowed never to vow. You know, you are not allowed not to pray as Christians. It's a command. Pray without ceasing. It's a command. So we are not allowed not to pray. Everything by prayer. <laughs> We are not allowed not to fast. They say when you fast, but you are allowed not to vow. Uh -huh. You are allowed not to vow. You see, but it said when you vow, you must fulfill because God will settle what. So it depends on what is eating you up and what you want. It is not the norm. It is not prayer. So there's nothing wrong if you've never vowed, and there's nothing wrong if you never ever vowed. You understand? Mm. But there's something called what? Vow. Amen. Amen. That's why vow is from you to God. He will never make a vow if you make what? A vow with God. God might make a covenant with you, but he never, you vow, you promise what? Him for what? Something. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, 4 to 6. Laws regarding vows. Amen. That's chapter 5, 4 to 6. Yeah. When I was in Ghana, there was this uncompleted house beside my workplace. And this uncompleted house, you know, I was in Ghana, I was in the city. And Ghana, just like here, we have the towns and we have what? The villages. And the villages are proper villages. Amen. Yeah. 
So in Ghana, we have people migrating from the villages to the town and what? To the cities for what? A better what? Life. Life. Mm. So there are people who come to the city, they don't know what? Anyone. They sleep outside and all those things. So this uncompleted building has certain group of people in it. They've all migrated from the villages into what? The city to try to what? So every now and then, they will come to what? The pub, amen. Then there was this young girl, one of the, she came. And when she started speaking with me, I realized she's got an accent, a British what? Accent, yeah. And it didn't make sense to me. So when I said to her, you have an accent, uh, blah, blah, I said, yeah, I said, oh, you've lived there before. I said, yeah, he showed me where he's lived, Brixton, blah, blah. I said, ah. So how come you are here? Not like how come you are Ghana, how come? Because the life she was living, where she was staying, are people who have migrated from the villages of Ghana to the towns and to the city. They have no one, you understand? So then she began to explain to me that when she was a child, when she was a child, like maybe 13 years old, the, the uncle adopted her from the mother the mother is at the village and the uncle brought her to united kingdom so as she grew up like 17 18 she began to rebel big time against what the uncle, the uncle. amen she, she told me she joined herself to other groups of people she won't sleep home and one day the uncle said we are going for holiday and she was around 19. And she went with the uncle holiday. And the uncle took her passport and just left her all the way to the village. Yeah. So I said, but you can go to the British. Then she became a British citizen. Mm -hmm. I said, but you can go to them. But I said, I've gone there. They say, the things they require me to bring as proof. I don't have any. And the mother is a village woman, no education. Mm. You see, so I noticed, you see, She's forgotten the good that the, heart, that the uncle what, uh, did for him. When he got here, he's forgotten. Because even, to even make it in the city of Ghana, it's not small from the village. And you from the village to London. When I came back, I remember I called the uncle. She, he picked the phone, mentioned her name, said, if that girl never call me again. <laughs> say, yes, sir. I wasn't even a pastor then. You see, how could it happen? You've forgotten. Because even people in the city, many of them can't travel abroad. And you from what? Mm -hmm. You've forgotten that if it wasn't your uncle, there's no way. And she was, she was slanging everywhere. <laughs> Amen. So people what? Forget. Forget. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Please read it. Proverbs 20, 25, Exodus chapter 5, 4 to 6. Hallelujah. Some of the laws regarding a vow, yeah. When you make a vow to God, mm -hmm. do not delay to fulfill it. Mm -hmm. He has no pleasure in fools. He said, when you make a vow to God, remember, you are free not to make a vow. But he said, when you make it, do not delay in what? Paying it. Why? Mm -hmm. He has no pleasure for fool. Meaning, when you make a vow and you don't fulfill, God sees you as a what? Fool. fool. Because in fact, it, you are a fool to give God your word and not fulfill it. 
because the consequences is very great. Amen. Please finish it for me. Fulfill your vow. Mm -hmm. It is better not to make a vow than to make one and not fulfill it. You see, he has repeated again. Oh, it is better not what make, make a, vow. a vow than to make one and not what fulfill it. Fulfill. So you can be there without making what a, a vow. But sometimes, if you really want a way out, sometimes it might take what. A vow. a vow because for you to really vow something it means something's really eating you up praise the lord jesus Hallelujah. proverbs chapter 20 25 some of the laws regarding vow amen Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 20, verse 25. Mm -hmm. It is a trap to dedicate something rashly and only later to consider one's vows. Amen. So it, said, it is a trap also to vow rashly and later realize that, Charlie, you have what you said. But, because, but once it comes out of your mouth, you vow it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. did you know her only daughter will meet what? Hey, maybe she was he was think one of his slave girls or mm. <laughs> or monk or donkey would come out. <laughs> Amen. Or maybe that wife she, he didn't really like it. <laughs> An easy way to get rid of her. But her only what? <laughs> daughter. I'm saying you know it's not in the Bible. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. So it means that if you are going to make a vow to do right, you must know that wherever you vow, you will need to fulfill it. Mm. My father in the lost church, I've seen many people vow. They vow and they never fulfill the vow. Yeah, I've seen many. And I've seen many, yes, and I mean yes, after 10, 10 years, 15 years, something will happen. And God showed that it's because of that vow that is why you are in this problem yeah yeah i've seen many and i mean many i've seen many yeah. i've seen many one 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 okay let's read malachi malachi chapter 1 verse 14 malachi chapter 1 verse 14 yeah malachi chapter 1 verse 14 hallelujah amen malachi chapter 1 verse 14 mm -hmm. Lost vow. Mm -hmm. Cursed is the cheat who has an acceptable male in his flock and vows to give it, but then sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. For I am a great king. So he said, Curse is anyone who vowed to give a solid, let's say, sheep to God, but in fulfilling, he will give something what? else mm. so meaning you fulfill your vow you vow but you not really fulfill the vow that you vow mm. please you understand yes. bible say you are a cursed person oh i didn't say it's there isn't it yes it's, this morning the lord was telling me this morning that many christians don't realize that a lot of things he doesn't do anything it is how the world is both spiritually and physically it just get activated so not like he will he, many of the things doesn't do anything like rain god that is not standing and say today rain tomorrow rain no it's already designed the earth mm. that this will happen this will happen condensation then it will rain okay. that's all so not like him so a lot of things not like him 
when you do this, it's a blessing. When you do this, it's a curse. Yes. So not like God is cursing you. That's why I say you are under what? A curse. It's like I call it rules of what? Engagement. It's like gravity. Not, not like God is standing there <laughs> saying that anyone who will jump, I'll pull him down. No. He has released a force that pulls people what? Down. down on earth. So you jump, he pulls you. Yes. See, so he's not doing anything. Please, please, do we understand mm -hmm. it? Yeah. So not like God. That is the world you are what? Living in. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So he said, if you vow to that God, I will give one. And after the thing is done, or you are going to pay the value, you think it's too much, and you give 50%, or uh, you give 0 0.5 instead of 1. He said, curse is what? You. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Numbers chapter 30, verse 2. All this thing also shows how important vow is and the power of vow. Don't forget anything that is very powerful is also equally dangerous. Yeah. You, you cannot get anything that is very powerful and not very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, the plane compared to car is very powerful, isn't yes. it? Yes. But when the plane gets accident, no one really what? Survives. When the car gets accident, many a time people what? Survive, isn't it? Yeah. The two, 220 volt electricity is very powerful. Mm. The 330 volt is much powerful than the 220. Mm -hmm. The 220, if survive, you will not survive what? The 3 what? 30. So anything that is very good, important, Powerful, it's also dangerous. The opposite side. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So you see that? Yeah. Okay, read it for me. Numbers 30, verse so, 2. Yeah, Numbers 30. We are reading from the 2 to 13. So you see that because of the importance and the power of power, the entire Numbers chapter 30, verse. 13 give what rules regarding what vows. vows amen so let's read it amen when a man makes a vow to the lord mm -hmm. or takes an oath to obligate himself by a pledge he must not break his word but must do everything he said when a young woman still living in her father's household makes a vow to the Lord or obligates herself by a pledge and her father hears about her vow or pledge but says nothing to her, then all her vows and every pledge by which she obligates herself will stand. But if her father forbids her when he hears about it, none of her vows or the pledges by which she obligates herself will stand. The Lord will release her because her father has forbidden her. If she marries after she makes a vow or after her lips utter a rash promise by which she obligates herself and her husband hears about it but says nothing to her, then her vows or the pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. But if her husband forbids her when he hears about it, he nullifies the vow that obligates her or the rash promise by which she obligates herself and the Lord will release her. Any vow or obligation taken by a widow or divorced woman will be binding on her. If a woman living with her husband makes a vow or obligates herself by a pledge under oath and her husband hears about it but says nothing to her and does not forbid her, then all her vows, all the pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. 
But if her husband nullifies them when he hears about them, then none of the vows or pledges that came from her lips will stand. Her husband will, her husband has nullified them and the Lord will release her. Her husband may confirm or nullify any vow she makes or any sworn pledge to deny herself. Amen. Amen. Okay, the reason why we read this is also to give you an understanding of how powerful a vow is to the extent that God said, if a child make a vow, a child in the Bible is anyone that you are living with what, your parents and you are not what, married. Amen. You make a vow and your father hears it and he knows you cannot fulfill that vow. Your father has the right to what? No. Cancel what? The vow. Yes. If your father does not cancel the vow, God will still hold you responsible for the vow. Please do you understand? Yes. Because maybe you are young, you don't know what it takes, isn't it? You understand? And likewise, if your wife, amen, uh, make a vow and you the husband you hear it and you know that vow for whatever reason no God gives you the right word cancel it why the husband because spiritual authority is the man in the house note in the house in marriage the authority is for the man is the man that has to decide that you see many women Expect no matter how a woman is, she expects that the man will lead. It's embedded. You hear them, the woman normally put like this. He has to man up. <laughs> I've heard many men women tell me that. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So that's why he's giving the husband authority to be able to what override what the vow. So all the scripture we read is simply saying that when a child or a wife anyone with his parent or her parent make what a vow the one in authority is able to what nullify the vow if not god will hold <laughs> the word of the person meaning god will expect the person what to fulfill what the vow mm -hmm. why would god give such a rule because once a person vow the person expected to what fulfill it, it. Please, we understand. So God, knowing how serious this is, has also what made provision that you you have, you you, is, you you could not. It's better, not that it's better that you can be there without what vowing. You understand. And also, in case you vow because you are very young, imagine maybe. Uh, uh, I'm saying, who want to give a vow, a vow, and one of my children can say, I vow a thousand pounds. Imagine, <laughs> say, I vow a thousand pounds. I mean, all things be called now. It's like, what are you saying? <laughs> Why are you going to? And I keep quiet. God will require that thousand pounds. But if I say, no, Lord, I cancel it. We don't have it. She cannot fulfill it. God will know what. Hold it. Please, do you understand? Yes. All this thing shows the importance of vow and how powerful vow is and how vow can put God at work on your behalf for that what situation. Now, vow are specific. All the vows we read. So I say, when you do this, I will do what? This. It's not a general what? is a specific for what a specific what purpose when you want to see a specific what breakthrough in a specific what area amen please are you with me psalm 63 verse 13 to 14.
14. Amen. Psalm 63, verse 13 to 14. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Psalm 63, verse 13 to 14. 66, 13 to 14. Amen. 6 is 13 to 14. So no one is supposed to tell you to make a vow. You see, when someone tells you to make a vow, it's more likely your vow will not work because it's not going to come from your heart. Nothing eating you, you won't be serious about it. So I believe it is wrong for a pastor to say, who want to make a vow? Anyone? No. Amen. Because something must eat you up. Something must provoke you. The spirit must lead you. Or by wisdom, you must know that you've done all. And God, if you do this, I will do this. And in your heart, know that whatever you say you do means a lot to you. It's substantial. Amen. So it is wrong for anyone to tell you to vow. <laughs> you understand? Because vow is not prayer. You can be a Christian and be fine without ever vowing. We've read it. Amen. Unlike prayer that you will need to pray. So it's all right for people to tell you to pray, to be prayerful, to pray what? Setting what? Prayers. Amen. So let's read it, please. Psalm 63, 13 to 14. Hallelujah. Amen. I will come. 6 6. Psalm 6 6. 13 to 14. Mm -hmm. I will come to your temple with burnt offerings and mm -hmm. fulfill my vows to you. Vows my lips promised and my mouth spoke when I was in trouble. I will sacrifice. So note, he said, I will come to you, to your house, your temple, and I'll fulfill the vow that I made to you when I was in what? Trouble. Trouble, distress. That's why I said many forget. After the God freedom, they forget or they say, oh no, it's not God. Amen. So, one thing you must know about the Psalms is anything in the Psalm, God expects you that one day you will grow and be able to speak that good things. Amen. So he said, I will fulfill what? The vows that my mouth made when I was what? In, in distress. Mm -hmm. It means that David vowed a lot. He did. He vowed a lot. Amen. There's a lot of record in the word Bible. Amen. Psalm 22 verse 25. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 22, verse 25. Mm -hmm. From you comes the theme of my praise in the great assembly. Mm -hmm. Before those who fear you, I will fulfill my vows. Amen. Say, I will what? Fulfill, fulfill my, my vows. vows. I will fulfill my vows. Psalm 61, verse 8. Psalm 61, verse 8. I will fulfill my vows. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 61, verse 8. Mm -hmm. Then I will ever sing in praise of your name and fulfill my vows day after day. He said, I will fulfill my vows day what? After, after day. day. Yes, it means he did vow a lot. Yeah, he did vow a lot. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because what David went through wasn't a small thing. The whole nation was against him. Like what WikiLeaks went through. Do you know WikiLeaks? Yes. <laughs> the whole nation, American, was after him, isn't it? But finally, they got him. That was David's case. King Saul, the whole Israel was after him. Amen. He has to move his family, everybody relocate. 
Amen. He has to even go and join what? His what? Enemies. Praise the Lord Jesus. So he went through a lot. Now, this morning so far, what have I said? What have we seen in the Bible? As I've said, I said earlier on that there's something called what? A vow. And this vow, it is man, humanity, promising, giving his word to God Almighty for an act or to do something that, or he will do something if God what? Perform or do something what? For him. And the Bible says you are free not to vow. But at the same time, the Bible is showing that vow is what? Powerful. Amen. It is able to provoke the hand of God. But vow is a serious thing. It's not a cheap what thing. All the vow we look at, there was nothing what cheap about it. Amen. So it is when something is eating you up, when you need something badly, that I'll use the word, you do all that it takes. Know that there's something called vow. Amen. Know that there's something called vow. Now that you know it, maybe the Holy Spirit will lead you to it. Or maybe by wisdom, you will know that for that situation, for that breakthrough, you will need to make what? A vow. Don't just make a vow. The Bible says, speak rashly. If you are going to do it, do it prayerfully, meaning pray. Let it be done spiritually as you are praying. Know the power of what you are going to do and the effect it could have on what? Your love. You see, many Christians will not believe it. That talk is cheap. You see? And in the Bible and in the spirit, just as in the in world, actions speak louder than anything amen so what we do really what matters praise the lord jesus you have heard the word of god you know what this word means to you i just want you to just lift up your voice and stand up and just begin to pray regarding this word of god begin to pray regarding this word of god just begin to pray Regarding this word of God, other things you want to pray as well is thank God that today you've been told about a vow. And ask God, tell God that if there's anything in your life, in your situation, that it will take a vow. May He help you, may He show it to you. David said, I pay my vows from day to day, day by day. Elema Mayanda broku shuku to brushha. Elema Mayanda broku shuku seen a lot of people vow to God and they never fulfill their vow and that has brought a lot of 
consequences, negative consequences in their life. You just want to lift up your voice just in case you vowed to God and you did not fulfill it, that he should forgive you. He should forgive you. Lift up your voice and ask for forgiveness of sin, specifically regarding vowing. What did you say in your heart, out of your mouth, that God, when you do this, I will do this or I will not do this if you get me out of this and you did not fulfill it. Just ask God to forgive you. Say, God, forgive me. If the Holy Spirit bring into mind any specific vow, ask the Holy Spirit to forgive you. Ask, uh, ask him, uh, pray, mention that in specific color and ask God, God to forgive you about it. Jesus. Father in heaven, I thank you for your word today. Today too, Lord God Almighty, I've given your people your word. They are your people. It is your word. I pray thee and I ask that give them divine understanding and revelation about this subject. And Lord, in their case, regarding their circumstance, for their breakthrough, for that open door, if it will take a vow, remind them, lead them, show them. And Lord, may it be that if any of them will vow, by their vow, let them see your glory. Just as you did for Hannah, for Jephthah, and for Jacob, may you do it for them. Lord, I also prayed in and I ask that anyone who has vowed to you and he or she has not fulfilled their vow, forgive them. For we are sinners. Have mercy and forgive us. Give us another chance. Give us another opportunity. Lord, I also pray thee and I ask that anyone who has vowed and he or she has fulfilled their vow, Lord God, may they know that indeed you are a God who perform your side. By their vow, let there be a breakthrough. I bring every vow that any of us have made to you. We are still looking at you that our vow will speak. Let our vow speak for us in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father in heaven, for an answered prayer. Amen. Someone give the Lord a clap offering. Because we believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.